Welcome to Marketing Strategies with Audrey Kirchner, sponsored by Incoma, taking your small business to the next level with proven creative solutions designed to grow your awareness and connect to your customers. Now, here's Audrey. This is Audrey Kirshner. I'm the co-founder and chief marketing strategist here at Incoma. Incoma is a full-service marketing agency. We bring that big agency process and feel to the small business owner. We do marketing strategy, branding, website design and hosting, content marketing, search engine optimization, social media, and digital advertising. To learn more about what we do, ask us a question, or schedule a marketing evaluation for your business, go to our website, Incoma.com. That's I-N-K-Y-M-A.com. If this is uh, one of your first shows or the first show that you're listening to with us, well, welcome. We're really glad that you're here. Um, all the previous shows are available um, on our website, and we have a podcast, and we are on Podbean, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, and Amazon Music and Audible. So go check out some of the past shows. So in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about email marketing, social media marketing, and which one is better. Um, Email marketing has been around for quite a long time. Um, Social media is on the newer side, you know, 10 years being new, um, eight years being new. So I think people are more um, enthralled with it. Plus, because social media is used as a personal social tool, um, it's a little easier to understand how it can be used. So I want to talk about the differences between them um, and which could be better for your business. But let's talk about what they are first. So email marketing, you're taking a list of email addresses, um, clients, referral partners, and leads and sending messages on a regular basis to help grow your business and to stay top of mind. Um, The type of email campaigns you can create and use are drip and sales funnels. So those are a series and they go out on a consistent basis to get someone from point A to point B. And they're usually automated if you've got the right system. You've got newsletters where you have helpful information in it with hopefully blog articles that link back to your website. You can do promotional emails to sell to customers, upsell existing customers, or to ask people to refer you, you know, share with a friend. Um, For referral partners, you can send a series of emails to stay top of mind so that when they need to refer out your product or service, they remember who you are. And then, of course, there's the announcements, the holiday greetings, the birthday greetings, that kind of fun stuff. So social media marketing, it's organic posting, doing it frequently on the social media channels that you use to encourage people to like, comment, share, and post to help grow your business or to refer you. So what I want to make sure you understand here is there is a difference between organic posting and then paid posts, paid advertising on the social channels. They are not the same thing. Um, When you boost a post, when you create an event and put money behind it to get it to be shown to people, that's digital advertising. That's no different than doing a Google ad because when you pay, the algorithm is so much different than the organic post. So I wanted to make sure that we talk about that distinct distinction here. So type of channels, um, 
for social media, there's so many, but I'm just going to list the top ones. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, and TikTok. Um, But basically, you can call any platform social media if it's... um, allows users to rate and comment your con- on your content and then give and then the platform gives your content weight based off of its popularity. See that's the key. Not all content is weighed equally. And then also the platform decides who sees what. That's what the algorithm is. It says, "Okay, here's a post. Let's show it to people who will most likely want to see that post." They make that decision. Unlike email, if you have a list of 100 people, the email system is going to send it to those 100 people if that's what you tell it to do. There's no background logic involved at all. So let's go through the pros and cons of each. I'm going to start with email marketing. Um, Pros for email marketing is you own your list and what's done to it. Um, You decide what platform you want to send your emails out on and if the platform that you're using makes changes, gets too expensive, they lose features, you are uh, very much able to take that entire list out, put it into another system, and keep right on going. You can even pull all your data with you. Another pro is that you know exactly who is on your list and what they have done. So you can have name, address, telephone number, birth date, of course, email address. You have to have that. And then you can see um, what they opened, what they clicked on, if what you're doing is associated to purchases like with an e-commerce site you can see what they purchased how often and all that data is stored in one place for you Um, and then you can make decisions based off of that data too which gets to my next point you can segment lists so let's say you're an e-commerce company and you say all my middle tier um, purchasers right those guys that buy infrequently but they at least have bought more than once i want to send a campaign to to get them to buy more right now you can absolutely do that based off of your data or if you want to send them a series of email you can automate that out The other nice thing about email marketing, I had made mention to this before, is that um, you get 100% delivery, you know, minus bounces, which are for various reasons, vacations, bad email addresses, whatever. But if you send out 100 emails, 100 people will get that put into their inbox, and then they get to make the decision as to whether or not they want to open it. And then sending emails two to four per month can yield results. You can get good results from that minimal send. And actually, if you send too many, it's going to be detrimental. People will start unsubscribing. So let's talk about the cons of email marketing. So there's a learning curve. Whatever platform you pick um, to send your emails out on, you have to learn how the system works, how to set the system up, um, how to configure everything so that you do get a highest deliverable rate as you want and to stay out of spam folders. There's there's things in there. And then when to send content, um, those type of things. So there is a learning curve and it's different per platform. And then there's usually a cost associated with the email platform. Um, there are free ones out there. There are paid ones that have free levels, but really you get what you pay for. The best features, the ones that are most effective, that save you time, get you more money, um, are usually part of a paid program. It's not horribly expensive. And the nice thing is, is that you can um, grow that cost over time. So as you're making more money, you can you can spend for more bells and whistles. So let's talk about social media marketing. And again, organic only. No boosting, no paid ads, no paid uh, posts. 
So the pros are there's a built-in audience um, on the platform. And usually you look at how uh, frequently that audience is participating in that platform to figure out if it's right for you or not. Um, You do have the ability to message fans or groups depending on the platform. It's usually one at a time. You can't do a big broadcast. Um, There's tools out there to help you automate sends. But again, there's learning curves with that. Um, Another nice feature with many of the social media platforms is they have built-in call to action features. Facebook has a great one. Um, LinkedIn puts it on their pages too. There is a button that you can can configure to go where you would like it to go. You can send it to a calendar schedule. You can ask them to call you. You can ask them to um, request a quote or just visit your website. So you have options there and it sits right at the top of the page, which is really nice. And then some of the platforms um, like Facebook, like Pinterest, allow you to sell directly on the platform, meaning you can post your products, post the pricing, and then collect your fees that way um, without pushing them to a secondary site. So some of the cons of social media marketing, reach, right? Reach is a big issue. So each post, again, this is depending on the platform, but average your bigger platforms give you one to 2% reach rate for your followers and your audience. So as an example, on your Facebook page, let's say you have 100 followers and you put a post out. Facebook is only going to put that post in their newsfeed of about one to 2% if you're really, really popular. for people to see. Nobody else has the opportunity to see it. They'd have to actually go and seek out your posts on your page. So in that instance, you know, of 100 people, you're getting it shown to maybe one to five people. So that's a tough one, um, which leads to my next con is it's a popularity contest. All of these um, social pages, you're competing with everyone, not just your own business category, but you're competing with anybody else that person follows in their feed, including their friends, their family, other businesses, and of course, the puppy photos and the memes. So depending on your business, it might be really hard to compete with them. And of course, the friends and families get much higher weight than any business, regardless of who they are. And of course, and you're also competing with celebrities if that person's following them. Which leads to the next con is um, it's time consuming. In order to get popular and to see really, really, really good traction, you've gotta be posting daily on many of the platforms, sometimes more than once a day, like on Twitter, um, just to make sure that you can overcome that one to 2% reach rate. Um, That's where the math comes in. You can certainly post less and still be effective. It's just gonna take longer for uh, people to see things. And the last one I'm gonna talk about is you don't get people's names and you don't really get data at the named level. You can know that there's 100 people following you or 200 people following you, but you've got to scan through a list to see who they are. And at an individual level, you don't know what posts they saw. You don't know what they liked. Um, You will know what they commented on because you at least see the person's name when they've commented. Um, But you can't extract that data and do things with it. And then you can't do automated decisions based off of that data. So you just have to be aware that you're looking at pretty much aggregate data only on a platform by platform level. So which is better? Email, social, which one should you do? Um, So that's a loaded answer because my answer is 
It depends. You're listening to Marketing Strategies. I'm Audrey Kirshner, and we're talking about email marketing, social media marketing, and which is better for your business. So email, social, which should you choose? The real question we want to start talking about is if you can only choose one, which should you choose? My short answer is that you should actually try to do both. If you've got the time and the money, um, both are better. Um, It's just more effective in combination. That's what we call the marketing mix. And it doesn't just include those two. It actually includes digital advertising, your website, your brand, blogging, all that other good stuff, um, depending on your business. So you can't just hang your hat on one marketing tactic and hope that it um, goes well. So my recommendation in the context of this discussion is try to do both if you can. Now I'm going to talk about the types of businesses and if you can only do one, which one should you do? Or if um, you have to bring one online and do one later, what, where should you start? So for these types of businesses, business to business, um, less desirable products and services, high cost products and services, and those where you've identified that your core audience, they just don't use social media often or not in the context of your product or service. Those are the types of businesses that should start with email marketing. So let's break that down a little bit. Um, Business to business. Yeah, business folks use social. They'll even use LinkedIn. Um, But 90% of their time or 90% of the businesses, um, they're in email all day long. They're doing business in email. They're having conversations. They're setting appointments. They're in a business mindset. So much so that when they get to social, they may be trying to avoid business type of uh, topics, conversations, product, or service. So you're better off trying to hit them in email first. Less desirable and... Um, high cost services. So for either of these types of businesses, and I'll explain to you what I mean by less desirable. It's not as bad as it sounds. Um, I just didn't know what else to call them. Um, You need multiple touch points. You need that six to seven touch point in your sales cycle to build trust as fast as possible. And email is going to do that because of the fact that if you create a six to seven email series and you've identified a thousand people you want to send it to, at least you know all of those emails will hit their inbox and then they can decide whether or not to read it. So what are less desirable businesses? Actually, my business is one of them, right? Marketing. When business owners think about where they're going to spend their money, um, what they're going to do, marketing is kind of like one of those um, high stress, there's a lot of cost associated to it and work, and it doesn't generate positive feelings all the time. Good business owners know you absolutely need to do it. It has a return on the investment, but it's not something they're jazzed about. So less desirable are really your um, non-positive emotion type of purchases. And so other types of uh, services that fall into this category is insurance. Life insurance, car insurance, debt collection, financial advisors, um, because no one wants to talk about their mortality, banks, you know, we all need a bank account, we all need to get a credit card, no one wants to go through the process of figuring out what to do. Um, And so that's why it's important because People know they need it. They just don't get excited about it. And so they don't seek it out as readily as if it was something that they were really, really excited about purchasing. So now let's talk a little bit about those non-social users. Um, So I'll admit, 
I am actually not a big social media person. And maybe it's because it's what I do for a living. I spend time on all of these platforms every single day from a business perspective, looking at my clients' accounts, seeing how they're doing. So I really don't spend personal time on there and look at them. Um, You know, I spend time on Pinterest and YouTube, mostly to learn about things for my hobbies, but that's about it. So if, um, you know, someone's trying to sell me, um, social media is really not the place to do it because I just ignore all that stuff um, as I go through it. So that's where if you've identified your audience and you know they don't spend a lot of time on social for whatever reason, maybe they're really outdoorsy people um, and, and it's just something that they don't do, email is going to be a better place for you to start. So let's talk about the type of businesses that are good for social media to start with. So you get your e-commerce. Those are great. And then the opposite, you've got your emotional, highly desirable services and products. Um, And then referral request business to consumer type of businesses. And those are in the home and personal services. I'll talk more about those. So for that um, emotional and highly desirable services and products, you know, when people see this kind of stuff on Facebook and Instagram, um, they tend to be interested more because it makes them happy. Um, These are things like shoes and clothes, um, supporting their hobbies, uh, electronics, um, and then stuff for pets and kids. So that's where they're more than willing to follow your page, comment on it, like it, because it's fun. Um, They can share it because if they just bought a pair of shoes or they want to buy a pair of shoes, they're going to share it with their friends. So that's where social media definitely trumps um, email marketing in this perspective. E-commerce, again, what I talked about earlier is, you know, Facebook, you can put your products up there, sell directly. Of course, people are going to like it. The more people that like it, more people are going to see it. They're going to share it. And that's a lot easier to do is to get that that social swarm through the social media channels. The last one that I had mentioned is the referral requests. And this is specific to Facebook. This is where I see it the most, is in Facebook groups, local groups, um, people ask for referrals. Hey, does anybody know a good painter? Do they know a good general contractor? And then other people will chime in and say, I've used this person, I've used that person. And then Facebook has made it so that you get to put that company badge up there when you say their name, and then you can go right to their Facebook page. And so this is where having a Facebook page that is healthy healthy and active um, really helps you get that job. Also, if multiple people um, say your name. And um, so the home industry, plumbers, electricians, roofers, and other professions um, where people need them a lot, like CPAs, they'll actually make that request December, January, because tax season is coming up and they know they need to get one. So it's that top of mind um, type of selling. So that's if you have to choose between one or the other. But then what do we do um, if you want to do both, can do both, which is what I recommend, and putting them both strategically together? How do you get them to work together for you? So if you're in group one, that B2B group, You start with email, but then what you use social for, right? Get a good channel up, get good followers. Um, But your whole purpose of that is to get people to sign up and um, allow you to email to them, get them to convert from the one platform to the next. Um, You can do that with uh, giveaways and special offers. Don't try to sell them on social. The call to action should be 
get on my newsletter um get this free download so you can sign up for my newsletter um we have a contest we have a giveaway that way you can pull them into that stream and that's the effective way to use those together for the second group your e-commerce your uh, highly desirable products that's where you get them to buy on social right uh buy here share your ratings, all that good stuff, get them to become a fan. And then if they are buying, you're getting their email address. And then you use email to upsell them, resell them, and then stay top of mind so they don't go to someone else. So if you're, um, you know, selling clothing, and you have a brand new line coming out, get all your existing clients into that email because you want to let them know about the new line, the new products without having to worry about retrade, right? Because you're still, again, if you're highly popular, you're only getting one to 2% retrade. Whereas if you emailed everybody with a coupon that you, then you can track the click-through rates, you can see how effective that email was compared to only one or 2% seeing it on social. So now is the time for you to take action. Um, listening to all this information is really good, but if you don't do anything with it, then you've kind of wasted your time. So here's what I want you to do first. First, I wanna make sure that you know who your audience are and that you have your marketing strategy in place. If you don't know what I'm talking about, um, or if you haven't done it yet, go back and listen to episode one. I talk about the difference between strategy and tactics. And by the way, both of these things, email, social media, they are tactics. They are not strategy. So make sure you know that because that's going to help you uh, whittle down what you're doing going forward. So then if you do know your audience, you do know what your strategy is, which is better for you to start with, email or social. Regardless, if you're doing one or both, you need to create a uh, content creation plan, right? If you don't have a plan, you're not going to be consistent. And that is the biggest downfall with any of these campaigns is the inconsistency. Posting once and then nobody hears from you for six months to a year. Your audience has gone cold. They won't remember who you are. They'll actually even think that they didn't sign up um, or follow your page. So you got to be consistent. So for social, I recommend that you write all your content for an entire month at one time. Figure out how how many times a week you wanna post. Is it twice? Is it five times? Is it seven times? Do what you can realistically keep up with, right? Something is better than nothing. If they see one post from you every so often because you're posting twice a week, that's better than you posting once every six months. Write them all at once, edit them down, find pictures, and then get a scheduling tool and then they'll go out for the entire month. Same kind of concept with the email. If you're doing a a sales funnel or a drip campaign, set it up all at once, set all the parameters, spend the extra money for the automation, and then monitor it every week to see how it's doing. And then if you're doing a newsletter, write all your newsletter content for the entire month at once and then schedule it to go out. Then you can just monitor it. And then the nice thing is, is you're not constantly trying to find time every day or every week to sit down, create the content, and then something happens. You get a phone call, an emergency arises, a client wants to talk to you. If you block out time once a month, it's a lot easier to meet that commitment than it is to try to do it every day or once a week. So what about if you don't have time? What if you don't like to write? What if you don't like social media like I do? Um, Well, that's where you hire an agency. They can do all the planning, 
the writing, the image selection, they can schedule it for you. They can even do the weekly monitoring just to make sure everything's going off like it's supposed to. When you talk with most successful social media page owners, um, they will tell you they have someone who does it for them. Like Cassie Smith from True Nature Roofing. Um, I have somebody that helps me with, uh, manage our social media, which is really important. That is the one thing that I did invest in that has definitely been worth its weight in gold. They're posting uh, three times, three to four times a week. So uh, just basically give her some topics I want her to talk about. Um, and she goes and, and figures it out from there. And I've, I've really enjoyed working with her and having her. She's been managing our, our Facebook for about two years now. So you can check out the full episode of the interview with Cassie. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. So remember, Be consistent, um, and it will pay for itself, regardless if it's email or social. Here at Incomo, we like to give back to the business community. I provide a free 45-minute marketing consultation to any business owner, regardless if you're looking for marketing or you just have a question. It's really up to you what we want to talk about in those 45 minutes. So you just go to my website, Incoma.com, I-N-K, YMA.com. And in the upper right hand corner, there's a button that says schedule a marketing evaluation. Click on it, pick your time, and we are on the schedule together. If all you have is just a quick question that you want a quick answer to, scroll down to the bottom. There's a contact form there and you can send me an email with your question and I will get back to you. And maybe I'll even respond to it here on the show as well in, in a Q&A section that I like to put in from time to time. If you found this information useful, helpful, got you excited about email marketing or social media, then please share it with other business owners you know. The purpose of this show is to help educate business owners so that they can grow their business with effective marketing. Um, And I'd like for as many as possible to be able to listen to it. So that is it for this episode. Thanks so much and have an amazing day. Thanks for listening to Marketing Strategies, sponsored by Incoma, online at inkyma.com. Listen to Marketing Strategies every Saturday at 7.30 on KPPF.